folks, and welcome to the Empowering Dietitians podcast, where each week I explore a different topic to help you feel more confident and connected to your work as a dietitian. I'm your host, Jess Sertikoff Romola, a registered dietitian, dietitian supervisor, and owner of Empowering Dietitians, where I work with dietitians just like you who are tired of the status quo in our field and are ready to reclaim their confidence, passion, and purpose. In today's episode, I'm talking about community in dietetics, or really, the lack thereof. It's not that there aren't options out there for us to find community, both in person and online. It's more that a lot of times they miss the mark. And I'm seeing across the board dietitians who have tried the group business coaching models, who have joined the free Facebook communities, who work on a team with other dietitians and who still wind up feeling alone, isolated, and stressed out. If you can relate, I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Want to know what is? Let's dive in. Have you ever stopped to pay attention to the messages the universe is sending you? The more I slow down and pay attention, the more I start to notice patterns to my conversations and internal musings. I don't personally believe in some celestial or omniscient force pulling puppet strings in my life to force me into specific conversations with others. I think of it more as my own inner wisdom, harmonizing with the inner wisdom of the people in my life. The more I reflect on a concept or topic, the more I resonate with messages from others who help me to think about that concept or topic more deeply or from a different perspective. And most importantly, I believe that I can learn from which specific concepts or topics keep coming up in my life over and over again. What's the lesson? What's the deeper calling? Where is my growth edge? I can either try to brute force my way through life, sticking rigidly to some set of resolutions or goals for the year that I set back in December or January, working tirelessly to achieve a five or 10 year plan, no matter what roadblocks come my way. Or I can get curious about what pivots, turns, and detours are being extended to me and lean into them. I wouldn't say the concept of community is exactly a pivot for me. It's honestly what empowering dietitians has been about from the very beginning. But my concept of community has evolved. It it is evolving. And conversations that I've had recently have really underscored it. It began with the podcast recording that aired last week with Celestina who is all about true, abundantly-minded collaboration. Then, a week later, I had a conversation with Shawnee Jordan-Goldman. She'll be on the podcast later this year, and we wound up talking quite a bit about community and support as well. And there's something that keeps coming up that I can't shake. Dietitians, we seem to crave connection and community, yet a lot of the options we have for community kind of fall short. Today, I want to explore some of the big community spaces for dietitians that currently exist and why so many of them feel 
honestly kind of icky at times. Now, to be fair, I'm going to speak critically about a lot of these spaces that already exist. That does not mean that I think that they're failures or useless. Far from it. These spaces can be so incredible for us as professionals, and magic can happen with them. So if you have found your place within any of the spaces I describe in this episode, then that's amazing. Keep leaning on those spaces. None of this is here to diminish your experience. The same is true for any dietitian who currently hosts or facilitates a space that I describe in this episode. Just because something doesn't work for everyone or has some shortcomings does not mean that it doesn't hold value or that it doesn't help many, many people still. Challenge that black and white thinking as you listen. All right, so let's go. First, what are your options for finding a sense of community as a dietitian? You could seek community through your job, any colleagues you may work with, local dietetic organizations like uh, in the U.S., your state affiliates, or national and international dietetic organizations. That could be very large, like the Academy and their DPGs, or it could be smaller, like WIND, Weight Inclusive Nutrition and Dietetics. The key is that members live in broader geographic areas, and most community happens online with perhaps a small handful of in-person meetups every year. You may also turn exclusively to virtual support, like Facebook groups designed for dietitians, or other social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And you may invest in coaching programs that claim to offer support in community. This isn't an exhaustive list. You may stay in touch with friends from college or your internship, for example, but these are the big ones that many dietitians turn to if they don't have a support system already cultivated and nurtured. And you may be listening to that list thinking, that's actually a ton of options. And it's true. There are so many options out there for dietitians to be part of a community, in quotes. So then... Why is it that almost every dietitian I talk to tells me they're feeling isolated and alone? Why is it that so many of us don't feel supported? It isn't that they're unaware of these support options. In fact, a lot of them are a part of several of these communities when they come into my supervision. The problem isn't really a lack of community support options, though I'd argue we could still use more of them can always use more. It's more that a lot of the current avenues we have as dietitians for receiving support are based on a flawed system filled with professionals who have only ever been taught to be each other's competition or have so many obstacles in the way that they wind up not being as effective as we want them to be. Again, this does not mean every community for dietitians is a shit show or that they're even problematic. It means that there are some things that we want to look out for, and let's talk about those issues a little bit. First, a lot of our avenues for community, quote-unquote community, are built off of a system that honestly doesn't value community. They're based off of ran by or associated with organizations whose values align with capitalism and white supremacy culture. Think rugged individualism, competition, hierarchical structures, and the idea that there is only one right way to go about something. 
You cannot build a true community from these perspectives. You may gather a bunch of people together in a room or virtual space, but it will never be a true community. That's one of the biggest issues with relying on our jobs for a sense of community, honestly. To be fair, some jobs come with a phenomenal work culture, and I've met dietitians who view their coworkers as family. That is a beautiful thing to witness. I've also met many, many dietitians who do not get that sense of community at work, even if they technically work on a team with other dietitians. Now, a lot of dietitians work alone to start with. Sometimes we are literally the only dietitian on staff. Other times we're the only one at our specific facility. So the only time we even, even see other dietitians is at periodic big team meetings or if we have to cover a different location. Still others work with dietitians, but let's face it, we're on our own floor, we're covering our own department, and we're so busy with an overly demanding schedule that we may only have the opportunity to catch up with our colleagues for a quick lunch break at best. And you're probably so riled up from a frustrating or exhausting day that it winds up being a big event session, which may help in the moment, not against event here or there, but it isn't really what true community support is all about. If all you're doing is commiserating and then going back to your isolated work, because that's really all most jobs give you the time and bandwidth for. And that's assuming you get along with your colleagues. You may not. You may have different interests. You may be at a different place in your life. You may have combating personalities. You may practice dietetics differently from your colleagues and feel isolated in that sense. There are so many reasons why relying exclusively on your job for a professional community winds up falling short. And namely, it goes back to the fact that in most companies and facilities, you're expected to work in alignment with capitalist values and you wind up getting so caught up in work that you don't have the time or capacity to forge true, meaningful, safe support systems. It's a similar issue that comes up in a lot of dietetic organizations, especially the bigger ones. Local chapters hold a bit more promise with in-person socials that can help you get to know other RDs in your geographic region whose interests align with yours, but a lot of the DPGs within the academy or larger organizations in general are still built on a hierarchy. And perhaps most importantly, something that transcends all forms of community within dietetics is that even if the organization itself strives to break the mold and create a truly collective form of gathering and support, we were taught from practically day one to view each other as competition. We are competing against each other in school, vying for coveted and limited internship spots, and then for coveted and limited jobs. In school, we are never once taught true collaboration. Sure, Professors suck us into arbitrary groups and forced us to do projects together, but how did that go? What was that like, really? Did it ever feel collaborative to you, or did it feel really, really disjointed? Most likely, you split the work up, everyone off to do their own work in their own dorm rooms or apartments, and then one person was tasked with trying to put it all together into a cohesive presentation or report. And honestly, 
I'd be willing to bet most of your group experiences didn't even go that smoothly. And a lot of group members waited until the last minute. It was like pulling teeth, trying to get everyone to respond to messages or agree on meeting times. And one person wound up staying up late the night before it was due, scrambling to pull a group through at the last minute. You cannot spend four to six years of your life viewing a group of people as your competition and then magically flip a switch and feel safe and supported by these same people as soon as you pass your exam. No, instead, we wind up continuing to compare ourselves to other dietitians, continuing to view them as competition. They're competing for the promotion or the job or the clients or the whatever it is. We feel threatened when other dietitians follow us on social media or request to join the private Facebook group we've set up to nurture leads in our business or show an interest in a project that we're developing. We have been hardwired, in other words, to power hoard. It's rooted in scarcity mindset through capitalism and white supremacy culture. There are limited seats at the top and we have to protect ourselves if we want one. And since one of the biggest things that frustrates dietitians is how little we as a profession tend to be respected, that makes the promotions, accolades, and power even more coveted because we are so hungry for basic respect. And we've been taught that if we want it, we have to fight our way to the top to earn it. So of course we don't always feel safe in dietitian communities, in person or online. Because there are communities that a lot of times are full of fellow human humans who have internalized this competitive bullshit that pits us against one another. And that's why dietitians come to me and say they're afraid to post in these Facebook groups. Because when they do, they get criticized or attacked or shut down. Or maybe totally ignored. Maybe their question doesn't get answered at all, which is discouraging too. It's also why group support calls in business coaching programs a lot of times feel kind of cold or disjointed because everything is rooted in a hierarchical structure. The clients come in and ask their questions to the expert coach they paid good money to and everyone else listens in silence and waits for their turn. We are using the wrong model to build community within the profession. And because of that, it is really hard to create true collaborations and true support. We can't keep slapping group support on top of the rugged individualist perspective and call it community. That's never going to work. And, and that's what I mean when I say we need to dismantle white supremacy culture within dietetics. That's what I mean when I say we have to challenge the capitalist mindset. It means we need to root out that rugged individualism within ourselves and within the profession overall. We need to stop pitting one dietitian against another. We need to learn to shift from scarcity to abundance. And we need to break down hierarchies and power differentials whenever possible. Maybe that means for you learning about white supremacy culture and how it impacts us as humans and dietitians. Maybe it means doing the inner work to understand how we've internalized concepts like rugged individualism and scarcity mindset. Maybe it means looking at your own business structure to see how you can look at it from a totally new perspective. Ultimately, we continue to exist in our current society. And so our work and the change we seek, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to come all at once. This is an ongoing evolution. 
And I'm no different, by the way. I've been thinking about this for a while, and it's even in my business values, talking about true collaboration and rejecting power over dynamics, right? The idea of dominating over someone else, all that good stuff. And still, I can do more to embody those values even more fully. I've had a few moments recently that have shown a spotlight on my own scarcity thoughts, the lingering remnants of that competitive mindset I internalized for so many years. And it's got me thinking a lot about this. I am so proud of the space that I've built with empowering dietitians. I've worked hard to create safer, supportive spaces for dietitians. And in a lot of ways, I have done exactly that. And I know I can do even better still. Because as I think about the future of empowering dietitians and the future of my life and work, I can't do it alone. I can't be the expert who sits on a Zoom call doling out advice or holding space for other dietitians. That's just perpetuating this myth that I'm the solution you're paying for. And I mean, I'm happy to be one of the people who helps you. I'm happy to offer you my perspective. I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to be one of the people holding space for you. But that's not what I want anyone paying me for exclusively. I want you to invest in more than just me, right? I want you to invest in a whole damn community. I want you to experience what true, abundant collaboration can look like. I want you to feel what group calls can actually be like with everyone engaged and supporting one another the whole way. Because I'm going to be really honest, the way we heal from our issues as a profession, it's not in a silo. It's not in a private Zoom room with one other person talking through your problems. Maybe that's part of it, but that can't be where it ends. It's also why we can't do this on our own. Burnout, imposter feelings, stress, frustrations within the field, feeling disrespected, all of it. A lot of these issues are rooted in the same issues that prevent us from feeling truly connected and supported within our field. If we want to see change, we have to start doing dietetics differently. I know I'm ready. Are you? Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowering Dietitians podcast. If you're looking for more content like this to help you overcome burnout, imposter feelings, and limiting beliefs that are holding you back from feeling confident and passionate about your work, grab my free 10-day journal for dietitians at www.empoweringdietitians.com free. In 10 short days, I'll guide you through your first steps of overcoming burnout and imposter feelings and get you on the path to feeling more confident as a dietitian. Again, the link to grab your copy is www.empoweringdietitians.com F-R-E-E. And one last thing. If you found this episode valuable, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with your dietitian friends and leave a positive review. Those two things help this podcast reach more dietitians who need to hear these messages. And together, we can really start to change the landscape of our profession for the better. Thank you.